Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Another episode of As the Leader Grows podcast. I'm your host, Ken Jocelyn, and this is a Coaching with Ken episode. We've been talking about creating your ideal life for the past few weeks. I'm super excited today. Today, I want to talk about creating your ideal team. I want to talk about culture today. So we're going to spend the next 20 minutes together or so talking about culture. And one of my favorite places in the world to go, I don't DoorDash a ton of food. Uh, one of my favorite places to eat, especially living you know, in the South and been in Atlanta now for 30 plus years, now in Birmingham for three or four years, is the one and only Chick-fil-A. Now, how many of you guys have ever been to Chick-fil-A? In Atlanta, you can throw a rock anywhere you're at and you can hit about three of them. Birmingham, um, there's one just a couple miles. I mean, every every few miles, there's a Chick-fil-A. Here in Birmingham, but I absolutely love Chick-fil-A. And as we talk today about creating your ideal team, as we talk about culture, I just, I want to start off with Chick-fil-A because if you've been to Chick-fil-A, you understand really what excellence looks like in the fast food world. And I want to ask you a question this morning. What are some of the words that you've heard inside of Chick-fil-A? What are some of the words that you hear when you go to Chick-fil-A? It doesn't matter where you go. I've been to Chick-fil-A in Northern California. I've been to Chick-fil-A in Southern California. I've been to Chick-fil-A in, in Dallas, Texas. I've been to Chick-fil-A in, in Michigan. I've been to Chick-fil-A in Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, all, all the states. I've been to Chick-fil-A in a lot of them. But what are some of the words that you hear? You hear words like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. My pleasure. Is there anything else you would like? How may I serve you? How may I help you? You hear the same language everywhere. Like they are so specific on their culture and in their, and in their intentionality of how they communicate that they have specific language for them to use. Not only are they intentional on what they say, but they're super innovative. I mean, they're crazy innovative. Chick-fil-A app. Now, if I'm going with my kids, I rarely ever go through the drive-thru where I haven't already ordered my food with my app. And then when I just pull up, I show them the app. They say, hey, what's your name, Ken? I've got a pickup order. Or you can pull in to one of the numbered parking spots and they'll bring your food out to you. Or what an amazing idea. If you're a mom or a dad and you've got the kids by yourself, you literally can go to your table. You can sit down inside the restaurant, go to the table. You can scan the QR code on your table, order and pay on your app, and they'll bring the food to your table. 
You don't even have to try to go through the line to order with two or three kids or four kids or how many kids you have because everybody knows they don't like to behave when they're in a in a line at Chick-fil-A. Mommy, I want this. Daddy, I want that. You literally can go to the table, scan the QR code, and then order. So Chick-fil-A, when we talk about creating your ideal team or your ideal culture, Chick-fil-A is super intentional and they're super innovative. Super intentional and super innovative. Did you know that Chick-fil-A does five times the national average in revenue for fast food restaurants, five times more than the next closest competitor. Not only do they do five times more than national average, they do as much revenue in one year, the average Chick-fil-A store, that they do as much revenue as the number two, three, and four franchises combined in one year. And they're closed on the highest revenue producing day of the week, which is Sunday. So here's two questions. How do they do it? And why aren't other restaurant chains copying what they do? So number one, let's get to how they do it. Listen, if you want your business to thrive, if you want your team to thrive, if you want your environment to be one of excellence, one of intentionality, one of innovation, it's all about the culture. It starts with the culture. And culture is all about alignment. If you're taking notes today, I want you to write that down. Culture is all about alignment. Listen, a lot of us, especially back in the day when you had a car that maybe wasn't as nice as whatever you're driving right now, we've all had a car that's gotten out of alignment. And what happens when that car gets out of alignment is it's harder to keep the car going straight. It takes effort. It takes muscles. It takes it takes more effort to make the car go straight than it does when your car is in alignment. Literally, my Range Rover, when I point it straight, it's going to go straight. As long as it's in alignment, it's going to go straight. It's going to be easy for me to go in the direction that I desire to go. Your business is no different. And culture is all about alignment. So you know when your car gets out of alignment, what does it do? Wear and tear on your tires. Wear and tear on your suspension. And if it's out of alignment long enough, it's going to cause the lifespan of your tires and your suspension to cut in half, to cut you know, 25 35 50%. Like you're not going to get the lifetime value out of those components. The same thing happens in your business. So then the question begs, how do we get alignment? How do we get alignment? How do we create this type of culture? And alignment, number two, comes from core values. Alignment comes from core values. Because the question I posed to you guys just a minute ago was, if Chick-fil-A can do this, And all of these other fast food businesses, all these other fast food franchises are watching Chick-fil-A. Why don't they emulate them? Because it's hard. (laughs) Because culture is not easy to create. But culture and alignment come from and begin with core values. How many of you guys have worked in a business that had core values? but you never really heard about them after your onboarding process, interview, onboarding, or your first week of employment. You know they have core values. You heard about them again in your onboarding and your hiring process. But once you started at a company, 
You never really heard about the core values after that. They were non-existent. So what are core values? Let's talk about that. If you've got a pen and paper, I want you to write this down. Core values help determine whether or not you are on the right path. Like your vision or your mission is where you're going from where you are to where you want to go. Point A to point B. Right now, I'm recording this in my podcast studio at my home in Birmingham, Alabama. If I want to go to Atlanta, it's two hours in the car. If I drive a little fast, I'll probably get there in an hour and 50. But if I want to get there, there are several different ways I can get to Atlanta. I can leave Birmingham. I can drive to Chattanooga. I can come back down to Atlanta. I can leave Birmingham. I can go down to uh, Auburn, Alabama, over to Columbus, and back up and come to Atlanta. Or the fastest, quickest, most efficient way for me to get there is literally leave my subdivision from my home, drive three-quarters to a Three quarters of a mile to maybe a mile, hop on I-20, and I can take I-20 all the way to Atlanta and be there in two hours. So your core values help determine whether or not you are on the right path. So again, the one thing and how you tell in your mission and while you're on your mission or your vision, we're going from here to here, point A to point B. This is where we're going to do. This is who we're going to become. This is what we're going to produce. This is the revenue that we're going to do. This is what our business is going to look like. The way you tell whether or not you're on the right path are created by or determined by your core values. Second thing core values do for you, core values help determine who you hire, who you advance, and who you fire. So core values not only help you determine whether or not you're on the right path, and am I going to reach the vision and mission that I have, but it also helps you determine who you hire, who you advance, and who you fire. And that ultimately is going to be the indicator of whether or not you're going to achieve everything that's in your heart. So let's talk about hiring, advancing, and firing. So in my onboarding process with new employees, we talk about our five core values, passion, focus, intentionality, teachability, flexibility. Passion is how we attack our goals. So listen, if, if you're not passionate, and I, and I realize that in the process, number one, if you're not passionate, probably not going to get an interview to be able to work with us. But if you're not passionate, you're, we just don't have the same DNA. It's just not going to be a fit because I'm going to constantly have to push you, pull you, encourage you, um, you know, inspire you to be able to be motivated to do what it is you're called to do or whatever your role is here inside of GSD or on my real estate team. So our onboarding process is huge. Passion focus is how we dominate our calendar. Listen, if you can't manage your time and steward it well, and you're not doing the things that I do and our team does in writing your goals down every day and making sure that your planner and your calendar is written out the de- the night before, I tell people all the time, your workday better not start when your alarm clock goes off. Your workday better start the night before. So I know passion, focus, intentionality. We're intentional in how we communicate with our clients and how we communicate with each other. Like there are certain words we use. There are certain words we do not use. We keep those completely out of our vocabulary here in our company and our team. And it helps build culture. Over time, it will help build an amazing culture. Number four is intense, is not intentionality. I'm sorry. It's teachability. 
I'm not only open to feedback, but I actively pursue feedback. Am I coachable? Am I going after feedback? Am I in a constant pursuit of becoming the best version of me? Is Ken Jocelyn continuously every day working to become the best version of himself? The last one is flexibility. We live in a fluid world. We better be open to and embrace change. Like literally we run towards change when most people run away. Because we understand that change is what brings about results. Like I've got to change. I'm constantly needing to become the best version of who I am. So again, let's back and kind of touch base on what we talked about today. So how does Chick-fil-A do what they do? Number one, it's all about culture. Culture is created from and I'm sorry, culture creates alignment. And when you're in alignment with your team, when you're in alignment with the people that are in your organization, there is absolutely nothing you cannot accomplish. And alignment comes from that that culture, that being in a line and everybody pushing or pulling in the same direction, that comes from core values. So core values, we talked about these two things. Core values determine whether or not you're on the right path. They also determine who you hire, advance, or who you fire. So our onboarding, we're talking about core values. Those five core values are one-on-ones. We're talking about core values. So I do a one-on-one with my team about every other week. It's quick, 15 minutes. I go through a couple questions. Hey, tell me where you're winning. Where are you winning right now? What are you crushing? Tell me where you're struggling right now. Like what, where are you struggling? What are you doing about those struggles? Is there anything I can do to help you with those struggles? The last question I ask is, is how are you doing in your faith life, your faith journey? And is there anything I can pray for you about? So in the onboarding, in the one-on-ones, and so every time, every time I give, you know, praise to somebody on my team for something good they've done, I always filter that through a core value. It's always filtered through. Let's, I'll give you an example. Hey, listen, uh, Bethany, man, I love the way you've absolutely, you absolutely crushed last week. I, I, I took notice, man. I noticed you were, you know, I noticed you were locked into the CRM early in the morning and I noticed you were, you were still on there doing work late at night. I just want to say thank you for you staying focused and dominating your calendar, really stewarding your, your time well in order to get maximum results for yourself and for our teams. I just want to say that's huge. So here's what normally happens when we talk about culture, core values. Here's what normally happens in most businesses. Most businesses hire quickly and fire slowly. Most businesses hire quickly and fire slowly. When we should be the complete opposite. We should hire slowly and fire quickly. Let me rephrase that one more time. Most businesses, we hire too quick and we fire too slow when that really needs to be flip-flopped. We need to hire slower and fire quicker. My good friend, Sean Lovejoy, I heard him say this several years at one of his uh, huge church planners conference, conferences, and this is what he said. He said, most companies think that you're one or two hires away from breakthrough. He said, what I found in working with the businesses that I worked with all across the country is most companies are one or two fires away from growth. Not one or two hires, one or two fires. So core values also help you handle conflict. 
the biggest cause for conflict, and I heard Pat Lindsay only say this years ago, the biggest cause for conflict, conflict are unclear expectations. Like the expectations aren't clear. The, the mission, the vision or the mission may be a little fuzzy. You may have core values, but you don't constantly talk about them. Guys, listen, about three times a week on my team call on Zoom, I'm talking about one of those five core values and I'm sharing about how I'm seeing it come to play in my life. So number one, they help you in that culture as you create culture. Core values help you, help you give clear expectations. The second largest cause for conflict is differing beliefs. So what happens and how do you use your core values when you use them in the onboarding and the one-on-one process? What happens is you're able to understand, hey, this person is not a fit for our team. They may be an amazing human being. They're just not a fit for what we're doing. So core values, guys, are absolutely huge. If you don't have core values, guys, I'd love to be able to walk you through in our stack course where I talk about creating those core values. When I talk about, uh, you know, how do you create a core value? How do you craft that? How do you make it to where it's sticky so your people not only read it, but understand it and really want to live that out? So, guys, thanks again for joining us on the As the Leader Grows podcast. Again, I'm your host, Ken Johnson. That's about a quick 18 minutes on culture, creating your ideal team, creating your ideal culture. Guys, it is possible. It is more than impossible. There are people out there doing exactly what we talked about this morning, and they've been doing it for a long, long time. So, Again, thanks for joining us on the As a Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Johnson. If you've liked this, if it's added value to you in any way, I would ask you to do us one huge, huge favor. Snap a screenshot on your phone, share it on your Instagram, tag me at Ken Jocelyn. I promise you I'll give you a love. I'll, I'll give you a little love. I'll repost it. We'll see if we can't get some more followers your way. But guys, again, I also would love for you to jump on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, go down to the reviews, leave us a five-star review. If we've added value, leave us a five-star review. We're going to take all those five-star reviews from now all the way through December, and we're going to do a drawing, and we're going to give away one of our executive tickets for my Create Conference at the end of January, 26th through 28th, in Atlanta. That's a $1,500 ticket. We're going to give that bad boy away. So, again, guys, go crush it. It's Monday. It's kickstart your week. Go make it happen. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.